evening and welcome to the Coaches Show with Concordia University St. Paul head football coach Shannon Curry. A weekly inside look at Golden Bears football along with high school football score updates from around the metro area. Now let's join your host for the Coaches Show, Wally Langfellow. And welcome to this week's edition of the Coaches Show. I'm Wally Langfellow along with... Cordia St. Paul Golden Bears head coach Shannon Courier. Well, coach, uh, you guys are off to a great start. You're three and one. Uh, a big comeback victory last weekend over Wayne State down in Nebraska, and I know you got to be thrilled with uh, the way your team responded to some adversity in the second half. Uh, you get a late touchdown drive to pull it out and win 28-21, and move to three and one on the season. Yeah, it was a great feeling, a, a great uh, win. You know, it's a long trip to Wayne State. Uh, we play a six o'clock game, so you wait all day to play, and then you know, it's a six hour trip back, you know, we didn't get back till four in the morning. Uh, so the trip was outstanding because winning makes the trip a lot of fun. And our guys, uh, did a lot of great things in the game. Uh, we'd all like to see games be great and, and make it easy for everybody and just dominate, but it's not how it works. Everybody is a good team and, and you have to show up to play every week. And I felt like we did some, some really good things at different times yet. We, so we won, but all at the same time, I think there's some opportunities for us to grow too. And, and that's what it's all about. Well, you got a couple of guys that were players of the week in the conference as a result of their performances on Saturday. Uh, one of them is going to be our guest coming up here in the next segment. We're going to talk to Danny Laudette, your uh, kicker punter. And uh, quarterback Max Hutton uh, had a huge run and ended up having a big day for you. Uh, tell us a little bit about what, uh, what Max did so well on Saturday. Well, yeah, this is the fourth player. You know, we had four players now in four weeks get honored by the NSIC, and that's that's great. It's a tribute to the talent that we have in the program. You know, a couple of years ago, we didn't have any player get mentioned, so now we already you know have four guys this year. Having two in one game is also a first. Max and Hutton played great. You know, he controlled the ball very well. He secured the football, and we had zero turnovers, and that's where it starts. Uh, we, we talk about it's a, it's about the ball here, and um, we're trying to find ways to do a better job of ball security. And, and do things differently than other teams do. Um, and he ran the ball very effectively. I mean, he had over 100 yards. Again, I got 120 yards. His passing completion percentage was 66%. And uh, just in control all day, uh, his, his continued growth as a leader and taking charge and uh, real happy about his performance and, and great to see. It's a, a real uh, it's a top-notch young man, and to see him also play well is, is a lot of fun. A 76-yard touchdown run for him. It gave you the 20-14 to 14 lead um, with uh, 5.20 to go in the third quarter. Uh, tell me how that play developed and exactly what the play call was on that. Yeah, we were an empty, you know, zero backs, and we had our, our running back, Dario, who you're going to talk to here, was was a slot to the left. Uh, we, you know, kind of wanted to see what the defense was going to give us, and we had a, a, the running back in motion. We've been running a lot of power read here this year very effectively where Maxson is reading the defense end and if the defensive end widens then he keeps the ball and if he comes down uh, we give it to the running back and uh, we have the perimeter block for the running back and that's how Darius actually scored the the, the go-ahead touchdown late in the game but uh, that particular time the DN widened and, and Maxson kept the ball and uh, he, he just he's a phenomenal runner I mean I always I always uh, think of a deer running you know he's big tall and when he gets out in the open he gallops and he's got the speed and it was just a great sight to see you know you in some drives you work so hard to find ways to move the ball like it's it's hard right and then all of a sudden you, you get your quarterback just to pop one for 76 yards those are 
those are a lot of fun. It makes makes uh, coaching so much easier. And sure appreciate um, his talent and and the fact that he busted that particular play to get us a lead. You gave up that lead. We're trailing twenty one twenty. You had the ball in the final minutes of the game, uh, and you were able to punch it in, take the twenty eight twenty one lead again, and um, you end up uh, winning the football game by that score. And as you mentioned, Darius Crawley Reed got the game winning touchdown for you. Interesting story with him because you were out Shaq Johnson. He was not available. Um, and uh, Lawan was unavailable as well. He got hurt earlier. So uh, you, you give it to a freshman and he gets into the end zone with the game winning touchdown. Hey, Darius has done a nice job here. You know, we knew he'd be a, a great talent when he came in here. Uh, I think he proved himself in the upper Iowa game. That was our second game. Uh, he wasn't quite cleared by the NCAA the first game. And then the, the second game, he got uh, some opportunities did great. Uh, the third game, we didn't get him any, you know, we, our offense wasn't really in a rhythm. We didn't get him any opportunities. And then, you know, um, he's certainly deserving of opportunities, of course, just because he's capable. And then he took advantage of those opportunities again against Wayne State, had a great game. You know, he averaged a bunch of yards per carry. Um, obviously, a touchdown was the one that sticks out, but he had a lot of other plays in the game where, uh, you know, very impressive runs. So we're excited about him. And, yes, uh, unfortunately, we lose the one for the season. Um, but that's why you have a variety of guys that can do the job. So one guy's down, others have to step up. You know, last year when Shaq was down, LP had to step up. And now with LP being out, you know, there's going to have to be other guys that step up and, and find a way to help us move the football. Yeah, interesting. Last year, of course, Lawan got a lot of opportunity because of Shaq Johnson's injury. Uh, unfortunately, now he goes down, although he did pass the 1,000-yard career rushing mark uh, on the day. Um, with his with his runs on Saturday, uh, tell us a little bit about Lawan and, and and you know what he's going to go through now. Yeah, LP's a, we call him LP because Lawan Preston, uh, but he's, oh, he's that's what not yeah. long play. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's averaging five point nine yards a carry. Maybe here. It should be long so play. So long play. Maybe I'll tell him that today when I see him. But um, he's a, he's another phenomenal young man. Just a, a free spirit. He has a lot of fun. You'll see him dancing out there, and um, and he doesn't do that because he's unfocused. Um, we're trying to make a scene. He's just a really quality young man. I uh, really enjoy just his personality. Uh, I like the fact that he's fearless. I mean, he's really aggressive with his running style. You know, he's not the biggest kid. He has grown out to 183 pounds from his 165 frame when he came here a couple years ago. So he's he certainly improved his size, but he's still not the biggest yet. He plays big. I mean, he he's not afraid to get in there. And ever since I saw his highlight tape from his high school days, you know, we knew that he'd be a great player and uh, had a great year for us last year and then was doing a lot of good things again this year. Um, but, you know, injuries are part of the game. And, and unfortunately, sometimes those injuries is what helps these kids grow too. You know, adversity uh, allows people to grow and uh, it, it won't be easy for him now. You know, he'll, he'll have some rehab and, and a long process ahead of him, but it'll make him stronger in some ways and will help him see the, the light at the end of the tunnel and help him understand, you know, some of the things that, some of the values and characteristics that he's going to strengthen just during this process. But um, he has a lot of uh, teammates that care about him and we're going to make sure he gets through it and, and get him back on the field as quickly as we can. Three and one to start the season. Uh, you got to be happy with that. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like we're making progress. I think, you know, it's all about just improving, you know, from one day to the next. And I, I definitely see that our team is getting better. You know, we're, um, I guess we're three and one for the first time since 2013. Correct. Uh, we've broken a couple streaks, you know, the, the road evening games, you know, we had a 12 game losing streak. Uh, now we have two 
a game winning streak for road night games. You know, we play St. Cloud this weekend, and you know they're they're a talented team, and Concordia has yet to beat them. You know, they're in North Division, so we play them every every other year. They've been in the league ten years, and in, in the five tries, you know, Concordia's come up empty. So we're we're excited to try to stop that streak as well. That'll be a, a strong task at hand. But um, yes, we're really focused though on you know even though we're where we're at, we want to get better. You know, and I think as you look around college football, you'll see some teams that find ways to get better throughout the year and that's what our focus is on is just what what how can we improve our process uh, from day to day how can we improve our practices our preparation so when we get to Saturday you know we're, we're playing better than we did the week before and that's, that's really our goal right now all right um, well when we come back we're going to have a couple of your players on uh, Danny Laudette your punter kicker who uh, had a tremendous day and as I mentioned was a player of the week for special teams players we're going to hear from him and we will be joined by freshman running back Darius Crawley-Reed. So we'll have that, and then we'll take a look when we come back, when you and I come back, we'll talk about uh, St. Cloud State. Sounds good. You are listening to The Coaches Show right here on Minnesota Score Radio. Stay with us. Gold Bear fans, did you know that this Coaches Show, along with our CSP Bears podcast, is available to subscribe in iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio? The CSP Bears podcast is a new way to get people behind the scenes in Concordia Athletics and is generally available on Thursday afternoons. And The Coaches Show will be available on the pod late Friday evening or early Saturday morning. Just search CSP Bears for our weekly podcast and Coaches Show. If you're ready to continue your story with an online degree, Concordia University St. Paul can help you get there. We have the flexible, affordable programs you need to take your next step. We're dedicated to creating successful professionals who can succeed in the workplace so you can be sure you'll graduate with the tools for ongoing career success. Your to-be-continued starts at Concordia. Learn more about our programs today at MyCSPStory.com. That's MyCSPStory.com. You're listening to The Coach's Show with Golden Bears head football coach, Shannon Currier. And welcome back to The Coach's Show. Wally Langfellow along with head coach Shannon Currier. We're joined now by a couple of his players, senior specialist Danny Laudette, and I'm going to say specialist because place kicker and punter, along with uh, freshman running back Darius Crawley-Reed. Danny, let's start out with you. Uh, You guys got a huge win on Saturday down at Wayne State, um, and you had a big day. Um, (laughs) Tell me about, and I I just had to read it in the notes because obviously I was not at, I was not in Nebraska for the the game. Uh, You had, what, an 80-yard punt? Is is that right? Uh, Yeah, I had an 82-yard punt, and then the guy had a return of nine yards, so it wound up being a 73-yard net, so... That was pretty incredible. Okay, let's set the stage for me. Uh, what happened? Uh, was the wind blowing 100 miles an hour? What, what exactly uh, <laughs> were the circumstances of an 82-yard punt? Uh, we kind of had a crosswind, actually, which wasn't even a wind fully to my back. And I just kind of went out there and just expecting just to get a clean ball off as fast as I could. And all, all 10 guys in front of me just held their man perfectly and gave me a clean pocket. And I just got that ball out to the numbers. And the returner just kind of sailed over his head. And he was just kind of playing chase the ball down all the way down the sideline. And unfortunately, he decided to pick it up. I thought it was going to keep rolling a little longer, but I mean, 82 is a pretty good punt, I guess. Yeah. Um, so you got the 82-yard punt when you're and you were in your own end zone, correct? Yes, sir. The ball was on the two-yard line, and our defense had a pretty good stand and stopped them at the two. And then it's kind of tough for offense to kind of get rolling out of there, and I had to kind of bail them out, I guess. And they bail me out of time, so the whole team kind of works like that. Everybody just does their job, and I. 
try to do mine the best I could and give defense a shot to not have to be set up at midfield or something like that. And Yes, I was able to execute, and the guys in front of me really let me execute, and that was really cool. Uh, the other thing I noticed is that uh, you, you got special teams player of the week in the conference, and that has something to do with not only the 82-yard punt and the 50-plus yard average for punting for the week uh, for the weekend, but you also hit a 49-yard field goal, uh, career best for you. Um, set that up for us. What was the circumstances of that? I mean, the field goal, I didn't even realize it was a 49-yard field goal until after the kick. I was like, whoa, that was longer than I thought it was going to be. I just, we had a really good play on defense where they kind of stripped the ball away and set up offense in midfield, and then we kind of got moving, and offense just set me up right down the middle of the field. And I was like, oh, that's that's pretty nice, and just didn't think anything of it, just kicked the ball, and then went right down to go hit a kickoff. And then after the fact, somebody came up to me and was like, that was a 49-yard field goal. I'm like, oh. So you didn't realize how far it was. Yeah. I mean, you see, <laughs> so you run out there. How 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 much distance did it have beyond the goalpost? Was it good from another ten or what? I, I don't really know. I mean, I've watched the film. It looks like it would have been good another maybe five or six. I just wow. you know, if you just trust the kick and you can't really do anything about it. Once you're out there, you're put out there. Trust the ball. Trust your flight path and hope it goes through. I mean, it's all you can do. Yeah, uh, Darius, uh, you had a three-yard touchdown run in the game. Uh, finished off a, a big drive. And uh, it was uh, it was huge to to get into the end zone for the club at, at that point of the game. Uh, yeah, it was just uh, it was more so a mindset by that time uh, when uh, LP went down. Um, it was it uh, motivated me. I look at um, all of our running backs on the crew as uh, like older brothers to me. Uh, being the youngest back on the team, uh, it was just more of a hey, I'm gonna get it done for him. Uh, Shaq was gone um, in Florida for his cousin's funeral, so it was just. Uh, um, I wanted to get it done for those guys, and um, right after LP got hurt, I was just thinking, like, I want the ball. If I get the ball, I'm going to do everything I can to uh, put us in the best position to win the game. And uh, when I got in the end zone, it was just nothing but uh, I just was I was just excited, just like um, I didn't let everybody else around me down. So, in your situation, when you got a guy like Lawan in front of you, and you got Shaq in front of you, I mean, they, these are these are guys that uh, you know proven at this level and you're a freshman um in that situation it is kind of next man up right i mean it, 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 with, as you said lawan was down Shaq was gone um did, did you kind of have that do you kind of have that that theory going through your head that, that you know hey now it's my time uh well yeah going into the game knowing when we found out Shaq wasn't going to be there i knew um i was gonna have to step up lp's not gonna get every single rep um but knowing that uh, Shaq was gone. I knew I was going to have to get in there sometimes and really step up um, to the plate, um, next man up, like they always say. And uh, through the whole game, that was that was my mindset. Whenever I get my opportunity, um, I told Coach at the beginning of the year, whenever I get my opportunity, I'm going to make it look like it was the best run of the year. Um, it's never going to be the same. I'm always going to try to make something happen, even if there's nothing there. Um, our O-line's been doing great, especially when I'm in the game, uh, making blocks. And uh, for me now, it's just me opening opening my eyes a little bit more it's college football things are gonna happen later change and uh really trust my reads and get get out there and uh do what i can do best for the team so why concordia st paul um for me it was it was more the fact of uh where did i feel like i could come and help and uh and what was what was best for me and uh, my i'm majoring in physical education minor in theology and uh as just being a, a Christian school, is, it was it was nice to set my eyes on something that 
hey, you can you can come here. You can also not only help the team, um, but you can you can do what you feel like you're going to be doing for the rest of your life. Um, it helped my brother uh, Chris Gary goes here, and um, it was something that me and him always have talked about playing together on the same football team. Um, we played together when we were younger, but I was two years younger than him, and I was playing with some other guys, so I didn't really get to. I was playing corner, and I didn't really get to play the position that I played uh, that I'm playing now. But um, that was also really nice for me, and my it's a one of the closest Division two schools to home, and uh, and I'm. I'm a homeboy. I'm a mama's boy. Not going to lie about it. So um, being away from home now is really hard for me. But uh, it's it was it was something that I feel like Christ was really putting out of my heart to um, to do and uh, to come help St. Paul out. Um, Danny, you have an interesting story um, as to uh, coming here to Concordia. I know uh, well, you and I were talking a little bit be- uh, before we started the interview. Uh, give us a quick rundown. that You grew up in Europe, right? You grew yeah, up in France? I, I grew up in the south of France, about an hour away from Spain. And um, then football there was not really a sport that you talk about even or <laughs> play or consider playing. And then I moved to the U.S. my sophomore year of high school and wound up at Stillwater High School out of uh, every place and kind of high school coach kind of pushed me with bets and stuff to kind of hey maybe you should try this kicking thing and then we had the bet of um, I couldn't hit one from the middle of the field and he lined me up with one football and I kicked it towards one upright from 60 yards and then turned around and kicked it to the other side and the coach was like holy smokes maybe this kicking thing might be your your gig or something and so then we kind of went to camps over the summer and figured well maybe my senior year I'll play football and then a couple of years after that, kind of some family things and everything, and kind of Division One clock was running out. So we looked at it, what other Division Twos could I go to, and I talked to a lot of them in the conference and met with Coach C, and that was about a matter of five minutes. And I'm like, well, that's where I'm going. I liked everything he stood for, and I knew right away, I'm like, this is the guy I want to play for. And the opportunity here, um, you were playing behind Jonas last year, and obviously, you know, Here's a guy who had tremendous leg, got a lot of looks, uh, NFL looks in the uh, in this past off season, but an opportunity for you this year to both punt and kick. And I want you to, we only got about a minute or so left here in this segment, but I want you to tell me about the shoe thing. <laughs> You're telling me that you you literally switch shoes, and you, and sometimes it like on Saturday there's a uh, there's a quick turnaround where you just punted, and all of a sudden now you've got to get your kicking shoe ready to go. Tell me a little bit about the, the, that and how that goes for uh, you. Yeah, so. For for kicking field goals, I wear two and a half sizes less than my normal size, and punting is just a size under. And so when we were like set up on long third downs and stuff like that, I'm ready to punt. And then you have a play like Maxon runs for 80 yards, and you're in your punt cleat, and you're seeing him run down the sideline. You're like, man, I don't have time to change. That's going to be rough. And then you get there, and you just kind of have to make do. But for comfort, I do like having a smaller cleat and a tighter, tighter fit. Just scrape less ground and just get the ball off a little bit better so so, yeah. so you so did you did you kick with your punting shoe then yeah i you had did. to i had to i tried to change it i was seeing him run down the field and i was like ah oh, i'm not gonna have time so then i just i just kind of said ah well i'm gonna have to kick with that cleat and just no problem what it was no problem it was a little shaky but it went in <laughs> a little shaky but it went in did coach know about this <laughs> i don't think so i mean who really cares about the kickers switching <laughs> shoes and stuff we're weird we live in our own world <laughs> Yes, I've heard that. All right, one last thing for you, Darius. Uh, I understand that you're the backup punter. Is that correct? Yeah. 
<laughs> How did you end up being the backup punter? Um, well, I told Coach uh, um, Coach Monk that I was uh, I kicked in high school, and uh, he asked me to show him one of his videos. Uh, show him, I showed him one of my videos, and then in practice, uh, I was actually returning kicks. He was like punted back. And uh, it was a probably good thirty, maybe forty yards uh, to him or whatever. And uh, he was like, "Well, if in in the case something happens, you're gonna punt." I was like, "All right." <laughs> I actually lo- I like punting. It's fun. It's something like I just I say kick it as hard as you can. Why not? So all right, well, good. Well, guys, uh, appreciate you guys stopping by and spending some time with us. Uh, some great background, some great stories you guys have, and uh, uh, good luck uh, against St. Cloud State. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. We will be back with Coach Shannon Courier and more here on Minnesota Score Radio's Coaches Show after this timeout. Stay with us. Make sure you download our new CSP Bears Game Day app in the App Store or Google Play Store. The free app helps you follow our football team and any of our other teams on campus. Simply search for CSP Bears, download the app, and select your favorite Golden Bears team to get notifications tailored to your settings. The app also allows you to get live stats and easy access to watch and listen to our games live right in the app. Search CSP Bears in the app store today if you're ready to continue your story with an online degree concordia university st paul can help you get there we have the flexible affordable programs you need to take your next step we're dedicated to creating successful professionals who can succeed in the workplace so you can be sure you'll graduate with the tools for ongoing career success your to be continued starts at concordia learn more about our programs today at mycspstory.com that's mycspstory.com Now back to the Coaches Show with Wally Langfellow and Golden Bears head football coach Shannon Courier. And final segment of the Coaches Show, Wally Langfellow along with Shannon Courier, coach uh, St. Cloud State University. This is a club, as you mentioned a little earlier in the show, that um, Concordia has not beaten since you've gone into the NSIC. And um, here's a team that got off to a strong start, but they have stumbled a little bit the last couple of weeks, um, losing their homecoming game this past Saturday to Northern. Uh, what do you know about St. Cloud State in, in, in so far as what you've seen on tape and so on? Well, first off, memories of uh, our game two years ago coming to mind. You know, we, we didn't do very well. They came in here and thumped us pretty good. Uh, we didn't get a first down to the second quarter. You know, so we have some, some thoughts of that in regards to you know that's not how we want to you know that's not the memories we want to have when playing St. Cloud Um, they're just a physical team they have a big offensive line you know so their quarterback's athletic and can throw I think he's one of the better quarterbacks in a 16 team league Uh, they have you know a couple dynamic receivers and defensively they're stout you know their front's a stout front Um, it's hard to run the ball inside on the group their linebackers are are real solid Um, this is a real quality team you know like like a lot of teams you know they're they're capable of beating anybody on on a Saturday and at the same time if, if you give the ball away you know you're going to find yourself getting beat too and I think last week that's that was part of the problem but they they played Duluth to a seven point game two weeks ago and then you know for whatever reason last week they didn't uh, come out on the top side of the the northern state game so uh, we know it'll be one of the better teams that that we're that we'll play this year and uh, we're like I said we're really focused on our improvement so we can give them our best effort come Saturday the quarterback you mentioned is Dwayne Lawhorn uh, last week uh, he threw for just 204 yards on 16 of 33 but he also rushed for 50 yards on seven carries and I assume that that's something you guys have to be really aware of 
of is his ability to run the football. Yeah, he's a real dangerous athlete, very athletic, can make big plays with the, with his feet, and uh, that's that's what makes him dangerous. He he throws the ball, but also um, you know they find ways to move him around, and and uh, th- that's that's a dangerous weapon for an offense when you got a guy who can run and you know much like uh, Max and he can take off and run for us, and uh, their guy can do the same. So we'll certainly have to contain him, and and it starts with him, and from there. You know, give us a chance to you know get, to get the ball back and hopefully put points on the board. Um, an opportunity to go on the road again. You've had this will be your second straight road game. Um, you guys managed well, obviously, in, on the long trip to uh, Wayne State. Um, how does this differ? I mean, it's a short road trip. It's almost like a home game in that sense because you don't have the whole you don't have like a two or three day commitment here it's basically a one-day commitment yeah i haven't played at st cloud yet i've heard it's a nice stadium the nice thing about it that the locker rooms are right there you know on the field so we don't have to, to walk far um it, we are leaving saturday versus uh friday night you know and that could be good and bad you know it's uh we're going to get going early in the morning we'll take out of here about 7 30 and then we'll stop along the way to get the players fed for their pregame meal and get into st cloud about 10 o'clock so you know it's a little bit more rushed i guess in the morning when you're making a day trip compared to staying overnight but um you know we're going to find a way to overcome that and it is a close distance uh close proximity here to to st paul so we're uh, we're excited not to have to take a seven hour trip and i guess in a couple weeks it's 12 hours so we're we're happy with the one hour our our, uh, uh drive down to st cloud and we're just hopeful that we can give our, you know, play our best game and um, do anything we possibly can to give, give ourselves a chance to win. What have you liked so far as far as the progress? Because I know you've, you've talked about it. And we talked about it a little bit earlier in the show. You know, what you're looking to do is to get better from one week to the next. If you had to pinpoint something that you said, you know what, this is one thing that uh, we really have gotten better at through these first four games, what would that be? Well, I think, you know, we, it's there's different aspects, unfortunately. Like one week this element is good and the next week it's not as good. And, uh, you know, the goal is to, you know, for every part of the team to at least, you know, grow from the week before and that's something we haven't done. Uh, I like the fact that we found ways to win in some of these tight games. You know, I think that's critical. Our offenses uh, drove the ball in a couple of games where we had to drive the ball and I like the fact that our defenses went out and made fourth down stops in a couple of games that that was critical. Uh, I liked how our punt team has been backed up a couple. I don't like being backed up but I like how we responded to being backed up and, you know, Danny had an 82 yard punt this past week and then when we were in Upper Iowa we had another one. He were at the minus one and, and drove that out of there too. So I like how our special teams are playing. You know, we're covering the kicks well. We're number one in the conference in kickoff coverage. You know, I feel like uh, we have a dangerous uh, pump block program. If we can stop their offense in their their side of the field, then we can make sure that we can try to block a punt. Um, so I like our special teams. You know, I'd like to see us keep improving our run game on offense and, and continue to to grow on the pass game from last week and have a high percentage of passes completed. Um, and then defensively, I just like to see us you know, be consistent up front. You know, when we're backed up, I feel like we've played really well. Uh, but when we start the game, I want to see us start faster. You know, so we're trying to change up some things in practice so we can get off to a quicker start in games and, and not kind of feel – that particular offense out and, and then you know once we kind of you know feel like we're you know we're getting pressure to step up i want to i want to come on swing right from the get going next this this weekend well good luck uh against st cloud state on saturday and uh, we'll look forward to talking to you again next week i appreciate it thank you
All right, he is head coach Shannon Courier of the Concordia St. Paul Golden Bears. I'm Wally Langfellow. Thanks for listening to The Coach's Show. We'll talk to you next week. Have a good night, everybody. You've been listening to The Coach's Show with Concordia University's St. Paul head football coach, Shannon Courier. Be sure to tune in each week throughout the season as we review and preview Golden Bears football right here on Minnesota Score Radio. We'll see you next time.